Thanks for tuning in. I'm Zach, and this is Podcast Junkie, a weekly bite-sized show that gives you a look into a new podcast each week. If you're looking to help further Podcast Junkie and support any podcasts, don't forget to check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast junkie, or check out our Discord community. The link to that is available at castjunkie.com, where we have a full line of support indie podcast merch. Profits from Patreon and merch sold all go back to support other people's indie podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to Podcast Junkie so you can get the next episode as soon as it drops. And rate and review us over on Podchaser or wherever you're listening to help us get our name out there. With that, let's get into this week's review. This week, we're talking about a historical year turned into an audio drama. 1865 is produced by Wondery and Airship. Executive produced by Lindsey Graham. Written and created by Stephen Walters and Erica Archilla. 1865 is a true story of the minutes and days right after the death of Abraham Lincoln. I remember as a child growing up, we spent two years in middle school studying the Civil War, up until President Lincoln's death, but we stopped right at that night at Ford's Theater. Now, I don't expect many of you listeners to have had this experience growing up, but for me, this audio drama picks up at that point in history and tells a story from a lesser known or spoken about angle and is exactly everything that I love. So, let's take a quick listen to 1865. Some days ago, I retired very late. I could not have been long in bed when I fell into a slumber, for I was weary. I soon began to dream. Before me rested a corpse, wrapped in funeral vestments. Around it were stationed guards, and there was a throng of people, some gazing mournfully upon the corpse, whose face was covered, others weeping pitifully. Who is dead in the White House? I demanded of one of the soldiers. The president was his answer. He was killed by an assassin. Then came a loud burst of grief from the crowd, which awoke me from my dream. I slept no more that night. Abraham Lincoln, April 11, 1865. You will please recollect you are addressing my daughter and in my presence. Yes, I'm offering her my heart and hand, just as she wants them with nothing in them. Augusta, dear, to your room. Yes, ma'am, the nasty beast. I am aware, Mr. Trenchard, that you are not used to the manners of good society. Don't know the manners of good society, eh? Well, I know enough to turn you inside out, old gal. You sockologizing old man-trap. Six separate Tyrannus! Telegram, April 14, 1865, from the office of the Department of War, Washington City, Maryland. Recipient, Major General Dix, Head of Combat Operations, New York, New York. Memo, distribute immediately to all cleared military personnel. Message, at Ford's Theater this evening at approximately half past ten, President Lincoln suffered a gunshot wound to the back of the skull. His body was moved from the Ford to a house across the street. Doctors are currently attending him and his condition is critical. 
Also at half past ten this evening, Secretary of State William Seward sustained multiple stab wounds to the face and abdomen and is currently undergoing surgery. The whereabouts of the assassins are currently unknown. Sincerely. Secretary Stanton. Major Eckert, get these people off the streets now. The crowd is growing by the minute, sir. Many of them are armed. Our men are struggling to keep them at bay. Our men have weapons too, do they not? Of course, sir. Then they should use them. On the crowd, sir? No, on the crowd. For God's sake, if they refuse to disperse voluntarily, fire warnings shots into the air. Yes, sir. Whoever these assassins are, I don't want them to be able to blend in with the crowd. So for God's sake, make certain they clear those streets. You heard him, Captain. On the double. Yes, sir. I ordered your things moved here from the War Department. I've prepared an office for you in the parlor. Mr. Wells is waiting for you there. I'll be with him in a minute. Where is the First Lady? She refuses to leave the President's side. Would you like to see him, sir? No, 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 not now. Send for Robert Lincoln. Have him escort the First Lady back to the White House. It's done, sir. Our men are trying to locate him, sir. They'll bring him here straight away. How is Secretary Seward? How do you think? Will he survive? I've just come from Seward's house. The doctor's do- doing everything. <laughs> are you all right? I'm fine. Would you like a moment? I said I'm fine. <clears throat> Where's the vice president? Marsh McPhail's men are with him now, standing guard outside his hotel room. Sir, there's something you should know. We believe he may have been a target as well. Johnson? Multiple witnesses confirm. There was a suspicious man outside his hotel asking for the vice president. When? Half past ten. Same time as the attacks on Lincoln and Seward. Do we have this man in custody? No, sir. He disappeared. They say he got spooked and ran off into the night. Oh, for God's sake. What are your orders, sir? Send this telegram immediately. We need to put the generals on alert. The telegraph lines are down, sir. The wires must have shorted. How long have they been out? Just before half past ten. Uh, They didn't short, Major. They were cut. Move all military personnel to the perimeter of the city. The rebels could be advancing on the capital as we speak. Send riders in all directions and put all forts on alert. If the rebels are coming, I want to be ready. And get the telegraph up and running right away. Yes, sir. Major, wait. Do you speak to the Vice President tonight? For a moment. How drunk is he? He's not well. Whatever happens, do not let the Vice President leave his residence. As far as I'm concerned, till we secure the streets, his hotel room is the White House. And Major. Yes, sir. Which way is the parlor? As we just heard from Episode 1 of 1865, this story takes place immediately as our country falls into chaos. The story of 1865 follows the Secretary of War, Edwin M. Stanton. Mr. Stanton is the man in charge of finding the killer or killers while trying to make sure the new presidential successor, Andrew Johnson, doesn't undo everything President Lincoln has done. As this lesser-known side of history unravels, we see Mr. Stanton has an agenda all his own which will lead him to betray his friends, honor, and even the United States Constitution, all in the name of his personal conviction for justice. From the soundscape and ambience of the time, to the voice acting and even the little details like common phrasing and slang in 1865, 1865 is a perfect mixture of audio drama and history I always wanted. So if you're a huge history nut, or just like documentaries such as myself, and a fan of audio dramas, look no further. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy binging all of 1865 or any other podcast we previously covered, which can all be found wherever you're listening to Podcast Junkie. You can find us at Cast Junkie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So follow us, won't you? 
We'll be posting links to this show and all others we've covered on them. Have a podcast suggestion? Send them to us at castjunkie.com, and we'll add it to our list. Until next week, don't forget to binge all the podcasts we've been highlighting.